politics. Now back to our lead story where the government is expected to announce a new congestion charge for Auckland commuters next week as they try and recoup $1.3 billion in productivity losses. So now essentially you're going to be paying $3.50 each way, we think, to travel in certain zones during peak hours. And that starts with the CBD and then over years it will move into areas like Albany and Manukau. Now someone surprisingly in favour of it is the Chief Executive of the Auckland Chamber of Commerce, Michael Barnett. Hi Michael. (coughs) Hi, Heather. Why do you think it's a good idea? Listen, I think it's, it's probably something that business organisations have looked at over a number of years, and we believe it would be the the number one recommendation that we would make to government. And if you had a look at places like Singapore, London, Stockholm, the introduction of the congestion charge has seen about a 14 or 15% immediate reduction in congestion, and if we can do that, that's a contribution to emissions, it's a contribution to improved productivity. Right, so you're looking at it from purely a business perspective, which is that it frees up that road space for other for, for business users to be able to use it. I think it frees it up for everybody. I think one of the things we need to be clear about is that if you look at Auckland, we've built a city and surrounding residential areas, and when we built it, it was built with cars as a part of the design. Whatever we do as we move forward, we're going to need to be realistic. For some people, it's going to work as individuals. For some trees, for transport operators, it's going to work for them. So I think we all need to have a look at what benefits might be and what the costs might be. Um, is it going to, I mean, one of the things that has come through on the texts to us is that already the CBD is struggling with, that, with, with people not working in the central city. Isn't this just going to exacerbate that problem? I don't think so. I think that what people will probably do is that they'll look at their travel and they'll better manage it. And if you look at the way that we travel at the moment, um, we need to think about the unnecessary travel. The number of times we perhaps hop in a car to take somebody to school and then back home again and then go out to go shopping and then back again and, and so on. I think that if there's a charge, we'll probably stop and think about what it will be. And if we do get the reduction, for example, I think we're also going to betray to you instead of charging you $40 for time to travel to a job, they're going to be there in half the time, there's only going to be a small charge that they'll be making and so on. So I think for everybody it's going to be um, something that we need to think about, something that we need to think about our behaviours and change them. Um, I know that the, the, the big talk is that it's going to free up productivity, right, people not sitting in traffic. But is that is that entirely true if you think about the fact that there are some people who might be swapping a reasonably quick car journey for what could be quite a drawn out public public transport journey? Um, for, for some of those that well, I think if you have a look at our public transport at the moment, you would have to say it is inadequate. <clears throat> so you, what you want to be happening over the next or the first few years of a congestion charge is any money that's coming out of the um, uh, any money that's coming from the congestion charge should be going into um, improving the public transport that we've got. But for some people, we need to accept it's not going to be the solution. It's not going to be the solution for everybody. It's only going to be for some. We need to be realistic. 
Michael, I see that you're um, stepping down after 25 years in the job. Are you? Do you? Do you even know what you're going to do with your time? Um, no, at this stage, it's a, a conversation that I've certainly been having with my board about um, the amount of time that I spend here and the amount of time I'd probably like to to spend in future. So I'm going through a process of determining what I might do, how many days a week I might do and what leadership of the chamber might look like in future and they're having that conversation with me. Oh, brilliant. Well, we're going to miss you, Michael. You've been brilliant in the job. Michael Barnett, Chief Executive of the Auckland uh, Business Chamber.